Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of The Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. And today, listeners, I've got a really unusual guest, somebody different to my normal guest. She is the Charlie Nikhadi. Is that correct? The surname? Did I pronounce that correct? Nikhadi, yeah. Close. Nikhadi. Okay. Welcome, Vashali Nikadi. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Now, Vashali is different in that I've never had a psychic, I don't think, on the podcast before. So today, I'm really excited by the fact that I've got a psychic on the actual podcast show. And we're going to be discussing today how to use your intuition in love. So very warm welcome to you. Vishali. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. Would you just explain to the listeners a little bit about yourself and, and what it is you do specifically? Yeah, sure. So hello, everybody. My name is Vishali Nikade, and I am a psychic uh, who specializes in uh, future predictions. And uh, most of my readings have been people who are looking for relationships. I've done over 7,000 readings and most of the readings are, I would say about 70%, 80% are women and then they're looking for relationships. And uh, I used to actually be an engineer and I used to design computer chips. And then I transitioned into becoming a psychic. So I bring a little bit of blend of my engineering background or a little bit expertise that I read slightly differently and I kind of combine everything uh, like all my background from physics or engineering and um, everything that I have learned from lots of different places that I have studied and I specialize uh, in uh, making um, predictions um, for let's say the description of a person like if you're single and you're looking for somebody then i can give you a description of what this person is going to look like where you will meet them how uh you know like what kind of profession they would have what is the timing uh, and so on and i've had like hundreds of clients who have come back and reported all these readings play out in real life so i am excited (laughs) wow So when did you sort of first realize that you had this psychic gift? So it's actually something that can be studied. It's uh, every one of us is born with it. And it's something that I studied and it can be studied. And you can actually start learning and making predictions. That's how I started. I started making predictions for myself because Coming from a scientific background, I knew that if I wasn't able to hone down my accuracy to predict events which were going to happen, let's say, in the next um, six months, three months, one month, one hour, then I said, this is like, 
it's a bunch of bs kind of a thing so i played with these readings for myself and i started making predictions for myself and then once i started seeing them play out then i started reading other clients and then the clients would come back and tell me oh my god that actually happened and before i knew i was doing that for a living <laughs> wow so what sort of readings do you do is, is it tarot cards or, or what what do you use so I don't use tarot cards. I use a different kind of cards. And I also use a combination of clairvoyance. So I've, I, like I mentioned, I've studied like a lot of different techniques. And uh, one of the techniques is like clairvoyance, which is just being able to see without your naked eye. So that is one of the techniques that I use, but I also, um, I also use a couple of other techniques where I do use card readings uh, to get more uh, and finer accuracy in predictions, like in pinpointing things and in getting them, like getting all the details. And I'll give you an example. Maybe it's easier. Like, for instance, one of these clients, uh, let's say her name, I'll just give a fake name, which is Jessica. And uh, she has been reading with me for the past six, seven years. And she came to me when I first got started and she actually had the same reaction, which is when she saw a couple of readings play out, she was like, oh my God, this is actually happening. Uh, and uh, she came to me recently and she said, hey, so can you tell me what's going to happen to me during the week? And uh, I told her that she was going to receive some sort of a nice gift or something. And she was like, nobody's going to give me a gift. I said, well, I don't know. You tell me in one week what happens. And then she came back to me after a week and she said, oh, my God, my husband gave me like a bouquet of flowers and some champagne and so on and so forth. So actually, that's how she got the gift. <laughs> that's brilliant. Love it. So when it comes to, you know, uh, initially working around how to use your intuition in love, what, What's your advice around that particular subject? So like I mentioned, all of us are born with this uh, gift or intuition, whatever way you want to call it. So all of us are born with this. Um, let's say all of us have all these gifts, OK? But it's just a matter of using them or not using them. And I'll give you an example, like for instance all of us have like two legs or most of us have two legs and we can use these legs the way we want you know we can use these legs to walk and some people will just walk with the legs and we can also use these legs to jog and some people will jog and then some people will run and then some others are going to sprint so it's still the same pair of legs but people are putting it to use in different ways. Like the person who is walking is different than a person who's jogging, is different than a person who's running, is different than a person who's sprinting. And as you advance to each of these stages, you have essentially put in some work to get to that stage. You cannot get up one day and say, tomorrow I'm going to run a marathon. Well, it's only possible if you've been training for a long time, but most of the times, otherwise mm -hmm. it's not. So essentially, you have to build up on the skill set, or in this case, you have to build up on the leg muscles to be able to run that half marathon or marathon, or to be able to sprint. 
So the psychic or intuition, it works the same way. Essentially, we are all born with it, which is similar to like two legs. But then as soon as we start using it, you know, we'll go to what is known as the jogging phase, which is a little bit more awareness that you start recognizing things that exist that, oh, my God, I kind of felt this thing. And I'll give an example, for instance, like, let's say I got this, um, I got this thought in my head that, you know, I should probably pay my water bill. Okay. And then I go and log in and I see, oh my God, today's the last day I was actually going to pay it tomorrow. And if I had paid it tomorrow, I would have paid a fine. Right. So essentially it was my intuition that was telling me that, Hey, go and pay your bill unless you know, you want to pay a fine, probably not in that, that many words. But it's a little bit more subtle. It's more like of a like a soft whisper. Like there's a name called Claire Audience where you can just hear voices, and um, it's more like a soft whisper. Or in case of Claire Audience, you'll probably see like an image that you need to pay your bill. Otherwise, you know you're going to have to pay a fine. So that is like the first stage of intuition. And you can use these stages for a relationship, for instance, for a romantic relationship. Like, you know, you meet this person and you get a hunch that, oh my God, something is wrong with this person. You should ask him this question. So instead of, you know, you need to pay your bill, uh, I'll give an example. You can ask him like, oh, so do you live by yourself? And then based on what he answers or the way he answers your intuition will pick up that this is what's wrong so essentially it's just uh, being able to flex your muscle to find out what is wrong in the relationship or what will potentially go wrong and your intuition has the ability to know that already and it's trying to communicate with you that hey listen you know go and uh, instead of go and pay your bill which is for a normal scenario like you know go and ask this guy this question or watch something like i had some i had a reading where a guy said you know he said he got uh, he got this hunch that you know uh, he should go and check his wife's tablet and then when he checked his tablet oh my god there was a big disaster <laughs> disaster in there so it's the same thing uh, in terms of intuition which is essentially you get hunches and you need to follow up on them and when you do that, you can actually figure out for yourself which way the relationship is going, whether it's going to move forward, whether it's going to fall apart, or whether you are just kind of wasting your time kind of a thing. And a lot of people get these hunches. Some may follow up on them and some may not. And then the psychic one, like if you go a level above, which is more like sprinting, like running and sprinting, that is where the psychic part comes in. And in this particular phase, what you can do is you can actually, like for this one, you have to be a little bit more skilled. So it's not like getting a hunch and say, just ask him this question. This one, uh, like uh, somebody who has been through a lot of these exercises, for lack of a better word, or has done a lot of practice, because if you look at sprint, it's just like, a series of long runs and a series of faster runs. So like somebody who has done a lot of these readings, they can actually look into it and predict the future and say, okay, so now, just like I gave Jessica's example, like, you know, she's going to get a gift. I can tell you that, okay, 
this guy is not telling you the truth about uh, him being single. And then you go and ask this guy that, hey, so are you really single? And he says, oh, no, 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 this, that, 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 that. But essentially, that's what a psychic would do. They would actually pinpoint everything and they would give you like uh, the exact question to ask or what is going to play out. And then depending on what that prediction is, you can kind of change things for yourself. I hope that makes sense. It did make sense. It did. So how can we sort of become more aware? Is there any sort of sort of initial first steps that you can give as exercises to sort of practice, to sort of build that muscle initially, to sort of know that we are tapping in and have confirmation that we are tapping into the right sort of information we're receiving rather than thinking, do I trust what I'm thinking or, do I, or is it just me being in my own head? <laughs> That's a great question. I think one of the best ways to do that is just look at one relationship you've had in the past and um, kind of go back in time and uh, go through the point where you first met this person. You know, like what was your gut feeling? Just take yourself back there. And when you met this person, what was your gut feeling? And did you like follow that feeling and whether or not you followed what happened in step number two? Like I'll give an example, okay? And this is a totally fictitious example. So let's say that, you know, I go back to some clients or I'm just going to make up a fictitious example. So let's say John and Jenny, okay? These are the two people, okay? And Jenny actually meets John. Let's say that uh, we are in a pre-COVID era and Jenny goes to some sort of a big uh, event or a fair or something and she comes across John. And then, uh, so this is like the first uh, point of contact where they meet. So, and uh, let's say that John asks her out for a date. So then if you are Jenny, then you need to kind of say that, okay, so when he asked me for a date, you know, what was my feeling? Like, how did I feel about going out with this person on a date? And then when they went on the date, you know, you just go and relive the date in your memory and just see that, you know, how, how did it go? Like at what point during the conversation did you find that something was fishy or did you feel that you know things were moving in the right direction and you'll be able to kind of point the finger because right now you have kind of already passed that stage essentially you're looking back right so it's a lot easier looking back because you know the final destination or the final result and there are not that many emotions involved because when you are in it you know things can be a little bit more emotional so then so that's like the first uh, point where uh, you go on the first date you relive it in your memory and go on the first date and figure out okay so did i get any red flags during this point okay and then you go to the second date and then you say okay so did i get any red flags during this point and as you make this journey from the point you had first contact with John until let's assume that the relationship didn't work out until you broke up. And let's say you split this journey from point one to point 10. So just like you have running, you have 10 miles or 13 miles. You say you have 10, uh, 10, where one is the point you meet, 
and 10 is the point you got split. So if you got split at point number 10, you know, by 8 and 9, when you reached point 8 and 9, you pretty much knew that things were going to break up. But if you go back intuitively, you will find that probably all the red flags were there at point 3 and 4. So essentially what happened is you knew it intuitively, but you were still kind of waiting to see. In some cases, you were hoping for a miracle. In some cases, you were just waiting for things to play out. But essentially, you'll be able to see that uh, intuitively you knew it like long time before. So that is like one way uh, to go back and relive and flex this muscle. I love that because quite often, I think for everybody, regardless of whether you're male or female, no matter who you are and in what sort of relationships you, you've been in, um, I think, you know, most of us of a certain age can at least say whether it's a friendship relationship, romantic relationship, intimate relationship or whatever, that we've probably been in that friendship or relationship probably way longer <laughs> yeah. back than we intuitively knew it should have got got gone on for yeah and that's the reason i said that take a past relationship because since you're out or out of it and hopefully you've gotten over it it's a lot easier for you to point the finger and say oh it was at point number three that i already knew so why did i keep going to mile number four mile number five all the way up to ten when i already knew at three and that is something you can use for next time which is use your intuition and say that, okay, if I knew at mile number three, then, then, you know, if I know in the next one, then what can I do differently? Or how can I play this thing differently for next time? Yeah, absolutely. Love that. And I love, love that you're giving examples as well, you know, because that's really helpful to the listeners and the audience to sort of get an idea of, um, you know, how to use this information to help themselves. Yeah, yeah. And then um, another way is, uh, you know, I also have a quiz. And in this quiz, I have like all real life situations. So essentially, then it all becomes about flexing your intuitive muscle. And you can use it in your love life, or you can use it in your personal life, or you can use it in your business life. But then it it's all a game of flexing this muscle and building it up just like, you know, how you build up from the walking to jogging to running to sprinting so it becomes a game of building this muscle and um, what i did in the quiz is i took a lot of real life scenarios and each scenario has actually played out in real life and uh, you can use this as an example like in one case you're just practicing on yourself like i gave you the example that you can practice on a past relationship of yours but there is a little bit of a bias because you already know the answers so the reason i gave you that example is because you already know the answers it's very easy to identify everything and it's very it's a very easy starting point just like when you go from running to jogging sorry from walking to jogging mm. then it's a very easy transition because you're already walking and then you just walk a little bit faster and just a little faster and you're jogging right mm, so yes. This is the same way that if you look at if you look at something that you have experienced yourself in the past, it's a lot easier to point fingers because the only person you can point fingers to is yourself. Sorry. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. 
We don't like to do that, do we? We like to sort of point fingers at our partner, but actually the, we are at least 50% responsible for whatever's occurring at any one moment in our lives, aren't we? Yeah. So the only only person you can point fingers to is yourself. So now that you're done pointing fingers at yourself, you don't need to feel bad about it. You know, you can make fun about it that, hey, uh, you know, let somebody else come and do this to me. You are not going to let this happen kind of a thing. But you still need to kind of, um, um, you still need to flex that muscle. And in order for you, so just like I said, it's from walking to jogging. So walking is when you're doing it in your own life that you're kind of uh, practicing it in, on something that has already played out. But when you want to go to the jogging phase, you are essentially looking at something else. And what I have in this quiz is just examples, you know, and not, not all the questions are related to love life examples. Because the thing is, you have to build up your muscle for intuition, and then you can use it in your love life. It doesn't mean you have to build it up only for love life scenarios. You can use it for, like I showed you, to pay the bill, you know, and not pay a late fine. Or in different scenarios, like, you know, maybe you'll feel like your car is having a problem and then you go and get it checked. And of course, it's having a problem. So what I've done is I've compiled different scenarios to test the muscle in different ways. And think about it like, you know, if you're running on a street versus running on a trail versus running on the, I forget the name, the uh, running on different, different surfaces, uh, the ground is going to be different if you're running uphill or downhill or on the trail or on the road or somewhere else, right? So it's all going to be different. Uh, but you're still, the basic exercise is still the same. You're still running. So in the same way, I've given you different scenarios where you can actually play with your intuition and test your intuition. And this is just another way to be able to build your muscle. Excellent, love it. I think I'm gonna be tempted to take it myself and see where I am on the intuition ometer, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a great quiz. It's very carefully crafted. And I would say when you take that quiz, Please don't be like somewhere walking, phone in your hand and talking to someone, not that kind of thing. Take 10 minutes of your time, sit in front of a computer, be serious about it, and then take the quiz so that you can get a more accurate evaluation. Otherwise, you just like you're looking here, there, clicking here, there, that doesn't have any meaning. Well, I'm, I'm certainly, as I say, very keen to have a go at taking the quiz myself. I'm sure the listeners, and a lot of the audience members tuning in at the moment would be keen to do that. So where can we access that quiz for Charlie? Sure, so uh, it's on my website and my website is just my name, my first name, last name.com. So vashalinikade.com. And then I can get you the URL for the quiz and you can put it in the show notes, but uh, you can access this via my main website and I'll put it on the front page. I'll have like a quiz tab on the front page so that people can go. Excellent. Well, I'll make sure that that is in the show notes along with the Charlie's other contact information. So anybody interested in learning more about how you can use your intuition in love or in life in general, then if you're interested in accessing that quiz, just go to the show notes from this particular episode and you'll be able to log in and have a go and see where you are. 
yeah cool i would love to see you guys there and uh see what you what you come up with for your intuition thank you so much for charlie uh, any final words of advice before we wrap up the episode I will say the final word of advice is that the universe is always sending us the signals. Uh, it is up to us to be able to decode them and understand them. So just uh, raise your awareness antenna and uh, you can move faster uh, in your life. Excellent. Love it. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed this episode. It's been fascinating. And as I say, I'm keen to have a go at that quiz myself. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing your unique gifts and uh, the information about how we can use that intuition in our own love and life. Yay. Thank you. It was nice to be here. I enjoyed talking to you. So it just leads me to wrap up that, as I always say, true love starts with opening our hearts. And until next time, goodbye for now thanks for listening to the hearts entwined podcast you can follow lynn via the facebook group two hearts entwined or search lynn smith inspirational speaker at linkedin or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com that's l-y-n at hearts-entwined.com remember true love starts with opening our hearts.